0: Welcome to Market Scale Building Management. I'm your host, Sean Heath. Every day, somebody comes up with a brilliant idea somewhere on this planet. And every day, someone either files a patent, registers a trademark to try and protect that idea. That's just smart business. Well, what if doing that? was your actual job. What if your job was to come up with great ideas and then help protect those great ideas? Well, if it was your job, you would be just like my guest on the podcast today, and that is Sechkin Osol. He is the Vice President of Engineering, Research, and Development for TransShield. Sechkin, how are you today? Good, how are you? I am very well. It's the weekend, and I get to talk to someone who is much smarter than me, so this is a great day for me. Okay, great. Let's start off just from the very beginning with the finer points of research and development and the benefits of doing all of that in-house.
1: Yes, um, at TransShield, we are a mid-sized company, and for our size, we uh, have a big emphasis on research and development, especially having it in-house and uh, protecting the intellectual property of the company. We rely on our patents, On uh, patenting the materials and processes so our goal is to create new fabrics for the packaging industry and some uh, construction applications as well and at this point we either patent the material itself where the technology is uh, bringing something new idea to the application or we patent the process to manufacture this fabric and uh by protecting this uh we are adding value to our company
0: patenting a material protects the chemical composition of that material from being copied which would mean you're the you are the company that has the right to produce that material using that particular formula but Patenting also protects the process that you go through to manufacture that material. On the other side of the coin, trademarks are for protecting intellectual property. And those are not exactly the same thing, but they do go hand in hand. Talk to me a little bit about how important trademarks can be to a company's success.
1: Yes, uh, trademarks are very valuable as well. Um, Creating a brand name. Products uh, helps both with the marketing and brand recognition for the customer. And in the long term, both the patents and the trademarks, they
0: create value to the customer and to the company. Understanding material science and the chemical limitations, but also the potentials that you go through, that's got to be pretty exciting. I mean, you're discovering new ways to do very cool things on a daily basis. That's right. Um,
1: Some of it comes from uh, understanding the needs in the industry, understanding what the customer may be looking for. Uh, Sometimes the customer knows exactly what's needed. Uh, Sometimes it has to come from you. You have to teach the customer that if you had this solution, uh, that they would be better off whether in in, in production or, or protecting their materials. And, and as you said, in this experience, what is key is being able to connect the dots from the needs of the customer to the technologies that are available that you can uh, provide to them. So what I try to do is I try to learn as much as possible in materials that are new that are, or that are going to be available in the near future, And I always look at ways to integrate them into our packaging materials.
0: Without giving away too many secrets, can you tell me a story about a eureka moment that you had? I'm sure you weren't sitting in a bathtub when it happened, but can you tell me about one of those aha moments that you've had recently? Yes,
1: um, this may not be too recent, uh, but one of those moments happened actually when we were trying to find a solution to another issue we had during the production of our materials we were looking to better integrate a paint pigment to our, to our uh, covers. And as we were in the middle of this R&D process, um, I just happened to handle an additive that we were looking to use with this powder. And uh, even though I had gloves on, the moment I picked up the powder, it just turned into liquid. Well, right around the same time, we had an issue with a... Uh, adhesive system that we have—it's a corrosion-inhibiting hot melt adhesive—and we were having problems with it, uh, with the viscosity of it, the flow of the adhesive at the application. So when I see how the powder turned into liquid, um, lowering its viscosity, I had that aha moment where uh, I knew that if we could integrate this to our corrosion-inhibiting powder, we would be able to have a uh, adhesive that flows better and um, sure enough after a few months of testing and trials we were able to find the right material the right match for the powder uh, with the similar chemistries and um, after a few years uh, we did have the patent
0: granted. All of this is really very chemically impactful but you're a company that is very environmentally conscious how do you address your own footprint from the standpoint of being a company that does work with so many different chemicals?
1: As a company in, um, in plastics and packaging, we are always um, a part of the equation that gets uh, criticized in regards to the environmental footprint. And um, uh, as a company, uh, about 10 years ago, we patented a material and process that is 100% recyclable and further we more we are uh, doing more research into recyclable applications
0: as you understand every possible side of a chemical combination it just seems logical that you would also figure out a way to make it recyclable for several reasons one it's environmentally conscious and number 2 if you can recycle that you can lower the cost of the next product that's made from that recycled version of the previous product. That's right. And also, if you can create a stream, a recycling stream,
1: uh, you know exactly um, what is being returned to you, and you are using that product uh, and integrating it into your uh, material stream. Overall, it is a good um, uh, environmentally conscious steps that we can take.
0: I want to talk about another possible source of stress that you must have, and that is, do you prefer being the leader in advancement in technology, or would you prefer to be the chaser sometimes? Is there a significant difference in stress levels in those two positions? Well, um,
1: pretty much in every industry and trend shield as a whole, uh, we have this... Uh, Uh, leadership profile and uh, we like to be the leader in everything that we do. Even the examples of um, chasing something different that we haven't done. Um, I can uh, give you an example. One of our newest uh, products that we introduced is a concrete curing blanket where um, newly poured concrete is being cured. Um, A hydration water is applied. That way the top surface uh, isn't isn't dried out, and um, uh, this is a technology. Covering this hydration water is an old technology. It's not new, but looking into alternative ways of, of um, uh, having a solution to this, uh, curing concrete uh, to a better to a better top surface, um, we actually. Uh, looked around, and um, this may come back to one of these aha moments when we were uh, visiting a testing facility. They had concrete blocks sitting in lime water, and when we asked why they had this um, pool uh, with the concrete blocks, they said, Well, lime water provides the best cure for concrete, so as their as their best possible control, they were submerging these uh, blocks uh, into the concrete. And uh, at that moment, uh, that, that was another aha, aha moment for me where I said, well, whatever benefits this uh, lime water is providing for the concrete, can't we make that uh, where our concrete blankets provide a lime water environment to the hydration water? So we did a research on this. And um, what we came up with is that if you have a certain chemistry, even embedded within the plastics. You could modify the uh, pH value of regular water up to the level of a lime water, uh, which is a higher pH level. So the basic idea was, uh, let's modify the regular hydration water of the concrete with our curing blankets that way Uh, They behave like the lime water that's used in the testing facilities, which makes the best uh, curing uh, environment. Uh, So we actually implemented that. And um, that's another patent that we're looking to get this year.
0: I was just getting ready to say that seems like a really smart idea. Should you be talking about that on a podcast or is it already patented? And of course, you're already two steps ahead of the curve already. That's no surprise, Sechkin.
1: Well, you know, that's one of the uh, hardest parts uh, of being an R&D. When you have a good idea, you can't always share it, unlike in marketing. Uh, in marketing, you would like to share the idea. But until we have the patent application in place, uh, I tend to not talk about uh, any good ideas I have.
0: As we're in autumn and moving towards the holidays, I just realized every day for you, when you have a great idea, it must seem like Christmas Eve because you can't <laughs> open the present until tomorrow.
1: Oh, yeah, that's, that's a very good uh, comparison, yes. But
0: the good thing is you already know you've got the present wrapped, and oh, man, they're not going to believe it when they see it in the morning.
1: <laughs> that is true, and um, it, it's exciting when I can actually share it.
0: So, Setchkin, when you have such a great idea and you make the first example of it, talk to me about how that feels.
1: Yes, uh, that is that is really unique feeling uh, because um, some of the times uh, we work with uh, uh, suppliers uh, that are really big companies in the industry and um, uh, we meet with them. Uh, we do pilot production and then scale up production. And one of the best things about these uh, productions in R&D is that you know that no one Uh, in the world created what you're making right now, that it's being manufactured for the very first time. And that's a very good feeling.
0: Today, it has been my exciting opportunity to have a conversation with Sechkin Ozol, the Vice President of Engineering for Research and Development at TransShield. Sechkin, thank you so much for taking the time today. This was really cool. I really enjoyed this.
1: Thank you, Sean. Likewise. Thanks for having me.